Hey everybody, this is JC. I hope you can hear me just fine. Uh, welcome to my podcast. I know it's been a very long time since I've been on. Welcome to my podcast. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. This is a podcast where I'm kind of talking about my life. My name is JC, formerly of Southern California. That's right, formerly. Uh, as some of you may have listened in the past, I used to live in Orange County. I just... Um, moved to Houston, Texas. I just moved the other day, in fact. I am a married man, three kids, been married a little over 20 years. I am, I, I work in in the business world. I work for an investment company, but I'm also trying to expand my learning, expand my life, expand my experiences, try new things, do new things. And uh, uh, that's the title of this podcast. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And, and that's that's probably the, the gist of it for most of us. There's no manual in life. We just kind of go through things and try new things. Uh, um, and that's what I'm doing. As many of you guys know, I, I had a lot of... Uh, I, I, have, I was on doing these podcasts in the past. And I suddenly... And I was talking about my back issues and back pains and... And then I haven't been on, and I, gosh, it feels like it's might been eight weeks, ten weeks since I've been on. And the reason I haven't done any podcasts is because my life has been very, very busy. And the reason it's been busy is I've had two back surgeries. I had one in June, um, uh, where, I, it, just to give you a backstory real quick, I ruptured a disc in my lower back. Raise your hand if you have lower back pain. And most of America raises their hands now. So I had, I've been having chronic lower back pain for a long, long time and uh, uh, always going to a chiropractor for therapy and things like that. So one day, all of a sudden, my back started feeling really, really bad. I'm not sure why. I might have been doing something bad for my back in the gym. Um, I, I was doing, I've been doing squats and deadlifts, but I've never really done heavy squats and deadlifts because I was always afraid of my back. But it doesn't really take a lot of weight to pop a disc in your back, I think. And anyways, I, w- I just one day in April, last April, I was just feeling terrible. And my back was killing me. And I had this shooting pain down my leg. And my leg was going, my left leg was going numb. And, and I was like, oh, my God, I, I, I can't stand up. Everything's killing me. I barely can lay down. Everything's killing me. Long story short, got to a doctor, got to an MRI. And I had ruptured a disc in my lower back. I can't, I can't remember if it was uh, L2, L3, something like that, um, uh, or L3, L4. I just don't remember. Hydrocodone kind of takes away your memory. Anyways, uh, I had to go in for a back surgery. So they went in and they cut, a, cut some bone away from my spine, went in there, found a surgeon, cut away some spine, and went in there and pulled out the disease disc is what they call it. Pulled it out and they said it was... The biggest rupture, the, the surgeon was saying it was the biggest rupture he has ever seen. Uh, um, he's like, wow, it looked like a grenade exploded down there. And I, <laughs> and, uh, I made a joke, did I make your hall of shame? And uh, we both just kind of laughed because it's all you can really do is laugh or cry. Um, so he did the surgery, took it out. I'm in bed two weeks later. We have been planning. We were living in Southern California, living in Orange County at the time. And about 10 days after my surgery, um, or a week after my surgery, I sent my wife and my youngest daughter 
to Texas, to Houston, to help find a, a house for us because we had been planning a move for a few months to move back from Orange County to Texas. That's a whole new, uh, there's a whole different reason for that. Anyways, move, she's over there and I'm just feeling, and I had my two oldest kids, uh, a 16-year-old and a 13-year-old. I was like, the big kids can take care of me. I'm in bed, I'm working on my laptop and uh, just trying to recover. And I just, she'd been gone for a day or two and things just started feeling terrible. And I started feeling worse and worse and worse and I couldn't figure out why. And I was starting to get that old familiar shooting pain, but instead of my left leg, it was in my right leg and numbness shooting down my right leg and I couldn't feel my toes and what the heck is going on. Call Finally, after my wife had been gone for like three days, and she was going to be there for a week to find us a home in Houston, uh, in the Houston area. Um, I called my doctor and doctor's like, come to the emergency room right now. And it was, you know, middle of the night, go to the emergency room. And before I go to the emergency room, I call my wife in, in, in Houston. I was like, honey, you're going to have to come home. I just feel horrible. So she's kind of freaking out and calling airlines and trying to get a midnight flight and trying to get a flight for the next morning. And long, long story short, <coughs> excuse me, the um, thing ruptured again, and it's common, and it happens, and it feels horrible, and uh, re-ruptured, they go in, I was in the emergency room, they gave me painkillers, made me comfortable, had my two kids, they were super sweet at St. Joseph's Hospital over in Orange County, great people over there in the emergency room, I, I can't say enough nice things about them. My two oldest kids, it's the middle of the night. We're in the emergency room in like a, one of those little rooms where they evaluate you. And the one of the uh, one of the people working there, one of the nurses is like, hang on. And he brings in a, another bed for my kids to sit, to lay on. That is awesome stuff. There were awesome people over there because my kids were sitting on the floor and a little nervous and very, very tired. And uh, um, they were able to get comfortable and lay down and, sh- and share a teeny tiny little uh, bed, but it was still something. So props to Orange County, St. Joseph's uh, Hospital Emergency Room. You're wonderful people over there. Anyways, I uh, had another MRI done. And yes, lo and behold, they, it ruptured some more, uh, which they said can't happen. So had surgery later on that afternoon, and when I wake up, there's my wife and my daughter. So they were able to get a flight. So I had had two back surgeries within two weeks of each other, and this time I stayed overnight in the hospital, um, and stayed overnight in the hospital, and was feeling a lot better. And they finally they sent me home the next day. At the same time, we're trying to buy a house. At the same time, I'm wondering if I'm going to be healthy enough to for a move. Because it's a couple of day drive to drive our minivan and our three kids and our dog from California to uh, Orange County. And we were really trying to make an event out of it because I blew away my kids' summer plans. We couldn't do anything for the summer because all dad did was lay in bed in pain or have back surgeries. So anyways, we had finally, it's late August and we finally leave and we're here in Houston. Uh, We bought a house and we are so thankful to the Lord, we are so thankful to everybody who helped us, the realtors, the, the mortgage people, um, our friends and family who are praying for us and pulling for us, our job, for, uh, for me being able to have a job where I can transfer in and, and to buy a house. We lived in Southern California for eight years and really 
we really enjoyed our time in Southern California. There were some odd things, uh, me being a Southern guy, raised a, a, a conservative Christian household. There were some things that were a little bit odd to me. Um, I'm going to be honest. I love the people in Southern California. Their, their mantra is no worries, man. And they don't have any worries in the sense that you do you. But it felt like that was kind of a lie uh, at lots of times. You do you just as long as it's just like us. And I just kept my mouth shut and shook everybody's hands and was friendly to as many people as I could be. Um, held the door for everybody I could. Sometimes I got to look like, why are you holding the door for me? And I'll tell them I'm from Texas. That's what we do. Um, and But lots of times, most of the time, everybody was like super friendly. I loved it. It's just so expensive there. I guess you're paying for the weather tax or you're paying for something. And it was just odd in the sense that I didn't vote. And I know that's a bad thing, but I'm going to be honest with you. I never voted. I didn't vote because I knew my vote didn't count because they were voting for crap that I couldn't consciously vote for um, because I knew it didn't solve anything. It just spent money. Um, There's a huge homeless problem. Huge, huge, huge homeless problem in Southern California. And they're talking about, or in California in general, San Francisco, you guys probably know this, huge homeless problem. And they're talking about giving them free needles and porto potties and making them comfortable. And it's like, no, that giving them free needles is not helping them. It's enabling them. And that's the problem. You don't understand that in your altruistic views, you're not doing anything. You're actually making it worse. Uh, and yes, they have lots of mental instabilities and mental problems. And that's what we need to attack. We need to attack the mental problems, not the comfort problems. We need to attack the mental problems and try and help them out. But they're, you know, the businesses in California, the businesses in Southern California, the people who just who pay for all this stuff. They're just getting fed up because the politicians seem to be pandering to the group that's actually not paying for this stuff. Um, it's like we're going to pander to the minority for the, at, to the sake of the majority. And it's like, wait a minute. There's a reason there's a minority and there is a reason there's a majority. And there always will be. Nobody is equal. And when you try and create equal outcome for everybody, then you take away what this founding country was, this country was founded on, which is equal opportunity. I can't stress that enough. I am not the richest guy in the world. I never will be. I'll never even be close to it, but I have the opportunity to, right? I have the chance to I have the chance to become the richest guy in the in the world if I tried and and maybe maybe some luck and you know know the right people and all those make the right moves but I have an opportunity to and so does the homeless person on the on the corner they have the opportunity to if they put their mind to it or so does the single mom with seven kids she has the opportunity to we all have the opportunity to but when you take away that opportunity in the sake of equal opportunity for the sake of equal outcome, what you do is you take away the incentive for anybody to try and be better. I, I didn't mean this to be a rant in that direction, but it's moving in that direction really quickly, isn't it? it I, I don't like 
for example, the fact that they want to take away the cost for school. I think college is a scam. I think college is ridiculously expensive. And I hate the shit that they teach in college. And I tell my kids that. I tell them that. I'm like, look, if you go and make a and go and create $120,000 in debt or if I'm paying for your college and you go and get a degree in drama, fine. You're going to be an actor or an art or or a teacher, a drama teacher. Don't go out there and think that you're going to go and work for a company, an IT, and expect to make six figures. You don't have that right because they're not looking for you. If you go out and get a, if you go to school and start and take gender studies classes all day long and you've got $150,000 in debt and you're pissed off that you're working at Starbucks, whose fault is that? It's not equal, it's not equal outcome. It's equal opportunity. It's your fault that nobody's going to pay you a healthy wage for a shitty degree. And I think just about every degree that a college is spitting out now is shitty. I think you need to go to college for certain things. Engineers, mathematics, for example, uh, chemistry, uh, um, doctors, lawyers, things of that nature, uh, IT. I think those things can be taught. But I'm going to be honest with you. A business degree these days is usually a, is, is usually something that you can learn for free on YouTube. The shit you learn in business classes, and I've taken many, many, many business classes. The shit you learn in business class does not translate to the real world. Most of that is garbage. And I'm going to be honest with you. When I get told how to create a business and run a business from a guy who, a guy or gal who's never fucking made a business, all they know is theory, and they think in their head that their poop doesn't stink, it just annoys me. It just annoys me. I want to smack them over the head and say, you are not allowed to teach me. I want to learn something. I want to learn from the best. I want to learn from those who know what the heck they're talking about, what mistakes they've made, how they overcame those mistakes, what trials and tribulations they went through, all that good stuff. I want to know those things. That's why my podcast is titled, I don't know what the hell I'm doing because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm trying all these different things. I work for a business. I work for uh, an investment company, but I'm also working on creating e-commerce stores. And I'm going to, my son is 16 years old, just turned 16 uh, last month. And I told him when we get to Texas, I'm going to help him start his very first uh, business. And we're going to start a business for him. And, you know, we're going to go into doing uh, uh, pressure washing and things like that. I want to learn these things. I want to experience these things. I want to do these things. I don't want to be 80 years old in my deathbed not knowing that or knowing that I didn't try. I might be a broke guy. I might stay broke for the rest of my life, but daggummit, I'm going to try. And there's my Southern coming out of me because I just said daggummit and just gave it away. Anyways, I love you guys. I hope all the best for you. I hope to do me doing more podcasts. I'll probably be doing more of these in my car. Hopefully the sound quality doesn't suck on my way into the office, on my way into jobs. I'll be talking about those kinds of things and what I'm doing, uh, what I'm trying to accomplish today. And um, that's it. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, 
This is JC Coronado. I appreciate your time. Take care.